Welcome to Shardcast, the Brain of Samson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion, and of course, a whole lot of things about Brain's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Evgeny. Hello. They call me names in some places of the world, but in most places they call me Argent. Yeah, huh? Uh, also joining us is Ella. Hello. I, I can't really beat that intro, but yes, I, I am Rasar, and I. Have yet another cup with me today. Excellent. Nice. nice. I forgot show and tell. Show and tell. Real oh, quick. Real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hero of Ages Spanish Illustrated Edition. Okay. Uh, it has illustrations inside. I will show you one at random. Okay. Go, go, go. You gotta find it. Ooh, nice. That one's really there cool. Nice. Very pretty. Yeah. I okay. now have a complete set. I... Nice. <laughs> also joining us is Marvin. Hi, I'm Pedio. Hey, and lastly, we got Veronica. Hello, I am Cheyenne Sedai on the Discord and forums. And I am Chaos, and this week, because we're doing weekly for a bit, uh, it's... uh, We are all in pain. So remember how last week we're like, if there's anything interesting in the spoiler <laughs> live stream, we'll just put it at the start of Secret Project 2. Remember how I said that? Brandon no. talked a lot, and so we got to... That, that's a full episode. We, we, we have 15 pages of wobs, which would be like a, a full wob episode. So, great. Um, and so, they are juicy. They're, they're, yes, they're very they juicy. Yeah. So, one, full Cosmere spoilers. Two, uh... Full secret project one. Secret project one. Like read read the samples. It'll be in the description. Um, listen to our last episode. Hey. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's that's what we're gonna be talking about. So so get out if that is not okay. So <laughs> go go read go read all the Cosmere and then come back later. <laughs> uh, hey, we'll we'll be waiting for you. This isn't going will. to go away. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. 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 Yeah, let's let's yeah, let's have yeah. all the videos go away in two weeks. So, you know, you, you get that fear of missing out. You know, <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, right? Um, seasonal content. I mean, seasonal can, content. Yes, the season pass. The yes, year yeah, Sanderson yeah, the season, season pass. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the shark as DLC. Your favorite Marvin skins. Support our Patreon at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash for your season pass. No, we don't have a season pass. We, we, we send episodes back to the Shardcast vault and like Disney only take them out every oh few months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the diamond edition of the episode. It's like, whoa. Whoa. Confetti. No, yeah, one yeah. second more content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. episodes are going to be locked behind the Rassar expansion. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, let's get into it. So, uh, one other thing. So now, now that we got that spoiler warning out of the way, uh, there's also going to be stuff from an unpublished manuscript called Aether of Night. Aether of Night. Now, I don't think you need to read this because Brand- no. Brandon's basically gonna explain what's up uh, yep. here. But if that is not your jam, then fine. But uh, Aethers are coming into the canon of things, and so someone basically asked, what are Aethers? And so Brand's like, let me tell Brand you about the Aethers. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk yeah. about all that, um, but if you'd like yeah. to read the unpublished draft, you can go to 17 That'll also be in the description. I know lots of people have. We've been distributing manuscripts it, left We've been and distributing right it for years. Week. Years. There are lots of them. Uh, you, you can't really see how many 
have actually requested it because we hide the posts. So we have like mm-hmm. a queue of how much we need to do. But yeah, it's really fun. It's manual. So you'll get it eventually soon ish. Anyway, let's get uh, into OBS. Evgeny, take us in. Okay. So our our first question harkens back to a Jordan Khan Wob. Mm-hmm. Um, go listen to that episode <laughs> if you're interested. It comes from Page Runner and also by proxy me because I was next to him. Yep. At Jordan Khan, you sharpened the Aether planet onto my constellation chart and said you couldn't canonize the name, the planet name, until you wrote the book. Having been revealed as a dirty <laughs> rotten liar to my face, <laughs> can you now reveal the name of the planet? Has it changed from prior inca- incarnations of the Aether world due to the world building? Uh, <laughs> and this was just the first, like, yeah. explosion moment. Mm-hmm. It blew to, everyone. To be mind. fair, Page Runner is making a reasonable supposition, but yes, he is saying something incorrect. Because yes. yes. what Brandon and actually said was, here be Aethos. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what it yep. said. And... To explain why he said that, he now says, this is not the Aether planet. Ha ha! There are Aethers on this planet. The planet where Aethers originate is a different planet in the Cosmere. This is a unique and different strain of the Aethers that is doing something different. If you have read Aether of Night, the original Aethers still act very similar to uh, to what's in Aether of Night. But these are different. You'll see the same things like Rosite and stuff like that. You'll still see that they do the same things, but it's a different take on the same magic system. Uh, and then there's a brief, brief aside with Isaac, who was also on the stream, uh, where they wonder if they want to uh, canonize the name of the planet. Uh, and they do. And they call it Lumar. Yes, Brandon. Uh, because of the, the moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brandon thought that, oh, are you guys going to immediately make a wiki page? But it's like, no, we don't put pre-release stuff on the copper mine. Yeah. So there. But as soon as this book comes out, it's going to be on the mark page first. Sure. It's the thought that counts. That's right. And, and yes, we did immediately go to update the wiki with that. And <laughs> it's not only the moon thing, but also the ma from like mare. Yes. Yes. See, so mm. also very fitting. Mm. For oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, because mad is sea in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maritime, marine, things like also. that. One thing that kind of confuses me about the swap is like, so Brandon has marked the planet on the map and I was like, here be Aethers. So is the place he marked on the map Lumar or is it the place where the Aether of Night is taking place? I would assume uh, Lumar. And I I would assume he's referring to Lumar and Brandon's being T. I can't canonize the name of the planet until I wrote it. He already wrote the book. Uh, but that that planet that he marked on the star chart is not the Aether planet. Okay, so... I'm not sure about Lumar. that. Yeah, I... I think I'm leaning in that direction, but I, I don't think it is it is a certain thing. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there is some interpretation there, for sure. Yeah, the crazy thing is that, I mean, we did know that the Aethers had like, spread uh, like throughout the Cosmere because of that mm-hmm. other wob from the spoiler stream, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's true. But the fact that this isn't the original Aether planet is really, really interesting. That yeah. We will eventually get canonical Aether of Night that this is not it. Different yeah. strain. 
yeah whatever yeah. that means what, that's that's that the other thing i've seen a lot of people talk about um whatever whatever it means for an aether to have strains mm -hmm. um it, it always sound like a virus yeah it, it, it invokes yeah. it invokes something something viral right yeah or like but what does it mean to be an aether even like in this sense because if it's not just these spore things but like what what is an aether is it just like the the spiritual ideal of whatever oh these um, there is a there's so, another yeah. wab further further down mm -hmm. that we're gonna get to that touches yeah. very shortly that. We're, we're gonna get a description yeah. of aethers in just a moment don't you worry everyone yeah, yeah. and when oh, we yeah. get to that i'll i'll just probably talk about what's in aether of night and how that's yeah. uh, changed uh, sure. but veronica it's definitely not the spores and uh, like another thing that was really interesting from this swap that may someone that who hasn't read aether of night or who isn't like up to date with wobs wouldn't recognize is the fact that Brad did used rosite instead of mm -hmm. amberite now amberite is one of the ethers in the original aether of night and we've seen an amberite crystal in oathbringer uh well it's the one that stains uh raises clothes and it's also like in his collection back in words of radiance and so this was very interesting. Now, Amberite's color, like, um, it's not amber, actually. It's actually... Right. It like, was yeah. Amberite and Aether of Night, but it was never amber color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But it was never yeah, amber it's a good colored. name, though. I like the name Amberite. That's probably yeah, why he I, kept I it like so long. More than, but I do like it, uh, the name Amberite more than Roselite, yeah. but presumably and it's I mean, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, so assume... Amberite and Roselite are the same things? That, that's I mean, presumably, so, because it's the same naming convention in none of the other ethers. Yeah, but if, if Brandon's saying you'll still see the same things like Rosite and stuff like yeah. that, well, if Rosite's... Like, cause I mean, it's what, in, in Aether, there was Verdant and uh, Ambrite. Those are the main ones that yeah. I remember. I never read yeah. it. I've just I've just heard this um, yeah, from so, Osmosis. So yeah, so Verdant, Amberite, Bistarin, uh, Ferris. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm, uh, well, Midnight slash Night and uh, Luminous. Okay. So there weren't there's six of them. them, right? Nope, never twelve. Uh, certainly yeah, not that's... named. Mm -hmm. No, it's straight up not 12. Like, it has been oh. those six is the only ones mm -hmm. that existed in Eighth of Night. Brent has mm -hmm. talked about before, like, how he added more of them and wanted to have yeah. it, like, 12-centric. Yeah, I think, that, that was more recent. Pre presumably, mm -hmm. after he read, wrote this book, because, <laughs> was, like, we got these lobs last year, like... Aether things. It's like, oh, I got a big breakthrough on Aether things. Like, yeah. Well, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet and you that did. That makes sense. Yeah. And as for Rosite and Amberite, I could still see Amberite becoming a thing. I, I I would kind of hate it because the term would be overloaded. But Amberite is a pretty cool term, so I could maybe see an Amberite Aether becoming a thing that's actually amber colored. That would be <laughs> preferable so, if yeah. it was actually amber colored. Why, why was mm -hmm. it pink if he called it like... I don't know. Can he just I change the no color? Idea. But I don't know. Color has yeah. that spiritual integrity, right? You... <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, but maybe <laughs> what we should get into is just we let's just get through these first few aether ones because that will tell listeners yeah. a lot about what the hell's going on here. Mm -hmm. So the question is from 
Si- Simon the Killer Walk. The Killer, killer Ewok. Ewok, sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, not the not the cooking slight, implement. Slight distinction. <laughs> Every walk is a killer walk if you're strong enough. <laughs> well, I mean, technically that would be true of an Ewok as well. Anything sufficiently heavy. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, Overeager is right, a very good instrument of destruction if you know how to use it. It is. So, <laughs> I, okay. I, I am torn between agreeing on a technicality <laughs> and... That's the best kind about being pun- correct. <laughs> ...and pondering whether that is actually true, because I think there is a point at which an Ewok is going to explode if you hit somebody with it hard enough. I mean, that's also deadly, potentially. Well, then you Isn't still killed the... with the Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, those faces were just fry material uh, for uh, emotes on the shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Simon, for having a wonderful username that we got this slight yes. digression to that people are tuning off and the episode for. Thanks. Like. So sorry for misreading. <laughs> no, no, this is good. No. This is good. This is quality. Okay. So, so what did he actually ask? How much <laughs> have the Aethers changed since Aether of Night? And now Brandon is saying a lot here, so Yes. And so Brandon says, the big change I made to the Ethers, other than adding this other world, uh, a couple things going on. First off, when you finally meet people who bear the Ethers, which are called Aether bound, you will find that in order to dif- differentiate them from things like Sions and other things like Spren bonds, I've decided that one core Ether bonds a lot of people. And it's one entity, entity that you are all bo- bonding with. So if you meet five Aether bound who have bound to the ver- Verdant Aether, they are all bound to the same individual, at least on the core Aether world. And that just adds a different nuance to it. There is lore and world building that is different that I will leave. There's a lot that's the same. There's a lot that's different that I leave for you to discover. I am working quite a bit on this planet for future projects, which... No, I have not been secretly writing yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet, yet, yet. Don't worry. Yet. 2024 is coming. Yeah, no. project. The, the warp continues. Yep. Uh, the other change is that I decided that Ethers would be able to... I would have different things happening with them, different strains. The Ethers themselves don't believe they were created by Edonalsium, and so they're a different sort of thing, a different entity, so to speak. And this goes back to way back when I tried to write them into Lyre of Partinal, them predating things like the Shattering and whatnot, and it feels right for how I want to treat them. There are a few little tweaks that you will eventually get, but the basic mechanics of how they work is the same as they worked in Aether of Night. I think that one of the things that really worked in Aether was the mechanics of the Aethers. I thought they had a lot of interesting storytelling mm-hmm. play. I thought they different the different things and some of the other magics than I was writing did. And they have remained solidly a part of my brain for how Cosme will proceed. And that's why you see Ray's having a chunk of an Aether and things like that in his trophic case. And also Simon here asks a very important question. Uh, <laughs> we know that there are multiple planets with Aethers, so do both of those worlds exist simultaneously? Or is this an evolution of Aether of Night's world 
Varia? Varia, maybe, yeah. Varia. Her brother was called that, but yeah. <laughs> and Brandon Hughes says that Lumar and Varia do exist simultaneously. This one came from that one. So Lumar came from Varia, whatever that means. Mm. Huh. Which, <laughs> which I'm that. reading as just the Aethers on Lumar in some way migrated mm-hmm. from... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, Aethers sure. existed yeah, yeah, first yeah. in Aether of mm-hmm. Night, and then, or first between these two worlds, right? Mm. And and mm-hmm. then they spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that tracks with the Wob from the spoiler stream, so. Yeah, so uh, a few key things is some mechanics of Aethers that he likes that, but then just, you know, minor lore bomb, which if, if you want, you can go to Discord and look at the stream. Oh, it's insane. The 17 shard. <laughs> events chat going insane uh, as it's like oh they don't believe they're created by Anelcio there's just <laughs> messages like mm-hmm. so many messages it was hilarious it was so yeah good. and I'm like okay let's increase the slow mode here because, oh my <laughs> yeah. god it was really crazy to read it was, it was pretty crazy so you know just minor um, lore yeah. things about you know think magic at least they don't think mm-hmm. they're from Anelcio so you know no yeah. big deal as as you were reading this, Rasar, I had maybe a, maybe a small epiphany about the idea of strains of aethers. Okay. That I wanna mm-hmm. that I wanna float here. Okay. I wonder if aethers are think of them like I I, I don't want to say spren, but uh, oh, what's the term that Chris uses in Arzur Canum for for spren? Cognitive, Cognitive. manifestations. Of ideas. I think. Okay, let, let's simplify. Think of them like splinters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have we have spren on one world. We have seons and skays in another. We have um, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but I imagine there are other worlds where beings like that exist. So so that's that's what I'm wondering, right? So if if aethers are more of a category of creatures, beings, whatever it is that they are, in the same way that cognitive beings like Spren and Seons are a category of of something. Mm-hmm. See, mm. my, my mind went to something slightly different. So, like, you kind of know that the way a magic system develops, like, it's kind of both affected by the shard and by the planet, right? Yes, mm-hmm. right. Ooh, so, okay. My my idea, my guess at least, is that different strains is how like this this entity that is a core ether interacts differently with different planets in the Cosmere. So for example, on, on Varia, it looks different, but then it's the ethers decide to start a group project on Lumar. So it, I don't know. That's maybe mm-hmm. and okay, I am like just live <laughs> live feed from my brain right now. That's okay. That's uh, <laughs> what this maybe, podcast is for. <laughs> Because we ethers pre- predate the shattering, at least from what this wob is implying. That does seem to be the case, mm-hmm. so, especially when they say that they were not created by Adonalzium. So, what if they are trying to like evolve themselves or like find the perfect form for themselves by like seeding different planets and seeing what comes mm-hmm. up from like mix of themselves um, yeah. and the planets? That's very interesting. So, what I was going to touch on, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that in Aether of Night, the way the 
like you get an aether um is at least for word and emberite i have no idea anymore what, how it worked for the others is that basically you have an aether mm -hmm. and you sort of split it or mm -hmm. you like for the word and one you take a cutting of it more or less like uh, as you would from a tree or a plant and then transplant it to another person so i wonder whether brendan toyed further with this idea and sort of made that that the core aethers would sort of split off mm. something from them and sure. sort of like an avatar or sort of like sleepless maybe um would send it to another planet to as ella was saying maybe like evolve there and yeah just find its own way so uh, that's what i had in my mind inspired by like yeah. Aether of night and an evolution of that yeah and like we do meet one of the what I'm assuming is a core Aether, because that term is never mm -hmm. used in Aether of Night, to meet the Verdant Aether. And it's a very strange scene, honestly, but they do talk about how, uh, like, Denon needed... It's the same, like, splitting idea, only it's coming from the core Aether rather than another person's Aether mm -hmm. that is strong enough and, like, powerful enough to take the split, because not all of them do. And, and, and they so it makes sense bug. to me. No, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and so that that to me invokes the idea of like a tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's but what the descriptions the... in Ether of Night talk about, like regarding the Verdant Ether. Like I always imagine it. It's been a while, but I always imagine it that this is like huge tree uh, of like Verdant, kind of like mm -hmm. Yggdrasil like. Yeah, but sure, sure. Of sure. Like, not tree, like, yeah. tree. I, I am wondering if maybe in era three we will see like a, like a dozen different worlds where all I are like different variation on ether magic. Like mm -hmm. on a, on every planet they go to, maybe always Verdant always has to do something with growing vines. But like on this mm -hmm. planet, a person can grow them, and on that planet, you pour a glass of water and they grow on them by their on their own, mm -hmm. and so on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it is kind of like a fusion of these ideas that like the, the aethers yeah. are splitting mm -hmm. and then like on a different planet, it, it's like interacting differently. And mm -hmm. so the, the magic sort of manifests differently because one interesting thing in this is they're talking about bonding the aethers to the same individual, but it says at least on the core aether world. So that makes yeah. me wonder if anyone's mm -hmm. even going to be bonding this different strain of aethers directly right i that I this almost implies no said that i think there was a wob that also implied that's no especially at least in trust that we won't see much of the magic mm. side but more of the aethers in terms of world building sure 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 and yeah and one other comment uh it is that the aethers say they don't believe they're created by aiden Elsium, not whether that is yeah, factual yeah. or I not. Wanted, mm -hmm. I wanted to make that distinction. It seems like they do predate the shattering, but they don't believe that they were created by Aiden Elsie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it hard to necessarily say, but wow, that's ooh, spicy wobs. And I can't yeah, even and, put a clickbait yeah. thing in the title to avoid spoilers. So you know, you're welcome. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm taking the hit and on another... analytics just for you. <laughs> Another interesting Reductive. thing is how Brandon said that the main uh, mechanics will stay the same, which, like, to me is interesting, especially because, like, Pony reminded me of this, like, with his uh, rundown, is how the Aethers, uh, like, the like two groups of them, 
which, well, one is like the chaos group that's Bestar and Amberite and the Knight, and mm-hmm. the other is like the, the Order group, which is Ferris, uh, Verdant, and Illuminous. Oh, right. They are there was so this whole like almost ruin preservation dichotomy proto, there. Yeah. yeah, to the proto ruin yeah. and proto preservation right, chart. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. I mean, ruin and preservation are now our guests. <laughs> And schedule and whatnot, <laughs> and so how is this gonna make any sense? Because like we we still have two shards missing from yeah. our list, but I don't think they're gonna be anything like uh, these proto rune and proto preservation. So how's that gonna work out? And in terms of aether mechanics, because like for example, you could bond two aethers, so. Uh, Wrath, the character bonded uh, both Amberite and Knight, and Knight strengthened his Amberite, but they have to be from the same group. Oh, <laughs> so there's this whole interaction oh, of like, Fun. how is that going to work now? Yeah. Well, yeah, so I I wouldn't worry too much about that because in my mind, clearly there have been changes to Aether of Knight and the mythology, even, even mechanically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So unless we see like aether bound as as the, the term Brandon uses in tress. Like I wouldn't worry about hey, can a person still bond multiple aethers? Yeah. Oh, do they mm. still need to be in the same group? Is the concept of groups even still a thing now that we mm. have a different number of aethers? Maybe do we have more groups? Maybe physical, yeah. cognitive, spiritual group. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> four groups when, uh, four groups of three yeah <laughs> maybe they'll be based yeah. on dawn shards oh perfect <laughs> that, that really will clear things up <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to be honest to be honest I don't think that at this point Aether of Night is going to even have shards yeah or... but, I mean if they predate the shattering then they probably mm, don't sure. like yeah I mean they, they don't even accept Aiden Alcium as their creator, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that also lends credence to the Dawn Shard thing because we know the Dawn Shards Ooh. predate the Shattering. And they were Ooh, somehow what was used to kill Aiden Alcium? Question mark. And that's so true. maybe they are aligned by the Dawn Shards uh, because yeah. they both predate the Shattering and they're both such yeah. like that- important like keystones for all the Cosmere. That's true. Can I share a awesome theory I heard? on discord about uh a being bonding lots of other things uh and i, I want to talk about this uh this is so off the beaten track but this this swab is very cool and i really like this so what if ba edo mishram using aether mechanics to bond all the singers mm-hmm. i find that surprisingly plausible like there, there's these aether things that can bond many uh People at once. Uh, I'm not saying Bottomisham would be an Aether, but but you're Bottom- not saying she wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, she could be. She could be, and she could like be uh, using the similar magic mechanics as Aethers do, right? Like I am. Mm. So I, yeah, actually, yeah. Regarding the theory, I also had like an sort of. Taking that further, because we know oh, that night or midnight is still a thing in the current thing, and Brandon actually mentioned in the stream, we probably will get to the point later on the midnight mother mother as something. Yes, and it's very similar. Yeah, yeah that's very yes. similar to the original night aether, which like that's going to be the next one. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to Wob three people, in a second. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, if the unmade, maybe overall are related to Aethers in some way. Um, Bodium yeah. killed three down. Aethers, and that's why there's nine unmade. That's also maybe a reason why we haven't seen Biodomishum, if it's true, because Brabden hadn't had the Aether breakthrough yet. <laughs> But, uh, well, I, I mean, she's that. she's also not being critically yeah. important to the story right now. How dare you, Evgeny, say such a thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. You you you, you go you How go to you. illustration again. Yeah, yeah. Uh maybe so we if, should if just read the next wob, just cause yeah. then then we get okay. the three aether wobs and then we then we yeah. can just yeah. Yeah. Moving on after that long one to another long one. Hey. I By, think these uh, are the longest ones. These are the longest. Yeah, yeah they are. Much 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 like the previews to, to Brandon's secret <laughs> no. project, these wobs just keep getting longer and longer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because Brandon is going to... Uh, apparently, the previews do get longer and longer uh, for each I one. I mean, we so. already saw that with Secrets Project 2, which had six yeah. chapters rather than yeah. five, yeah. so... Yeah. All right, Marvin. Anyway. Take us, take us to... Take us away. Lumar. I'm going to take you to Sapphire Bombay. <laughs> that sounds tasty. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they ask um, that they are new to the... con. Oh. I'm new to the concept of Aethers, like and they understand that they mm -hmm, that they may have been introduced in the story. Can you please provide a broad overview of what the Aethers are and the role they play in the Cosmere? Trish Branson answered, sure. In a currently not canon, ca canon, but very close to canon book I wrote right before I wrote, there's like oh, an era of semi-canon books I wrote. Elantris, Dragonsteel, Aether of Night, and White Sand. And these are the four big Cosmere books I wrote before I got published. I guess Wave King's Prime is in there too. And so we have slowly been canonizing versions of those worlds in the Cosmere. White Sand, we were able to, we were able to take almost one to one straight across with uh, some tweaks and bring it into the modern Cosmere because it was designed for the Cosmere. It's, uh, Red set. Lentris obviously got published in that form, and there are a couple of them left. Uh, one of them is Dragonsteel, which is Hoyt's origin story and story of the Shattering that will eventually be written. And the other big one during that era that I wrote is a book called Aether of Night, which kind of pioneered that idea for me of the bond between a sapient piece of magic and a person. And what would happen in Aether of Night is that people would bond to a piece of some kind of primal substance and would bind into their hand. And then that would be a sapient thing that they could interact with. And then they could produce that Aether. Like if it was vines, they are able to produce from their hand an, ex an explosion of vines and do cool things with, with that. That was the core of their abilities. There was one rogue Aether called the Aether of Night, which was doing weird things that are very similar to what's happening with the Midnight Mother Rosha. <laughs> there was a story there. The story is okay. Uh, it's not that okay. <laughs> it's too decent. That is Marvin's commentary, not Brandon's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, my commentary, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's two decent stories that don't weave together very well. It's, uh, it's a big problem with Aether of Night. It's, a good as, it's as good as other books that I wrote during that era. Not quite as good as Way of Kings Prime or Lentris, maybe equivalent in quali quality to White Sand or Dragonsteel. And we let pre uh, people read this one. He goes on about how you can get it from us. 70jar.com! Yes, which just that the whole <laughs> lot of people are yeah, away. Immediately. Really crazy. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> and 
uh, they will eventually release it uh, probably as Eighth of Night Prime or maybe Prime, and it depends uh, if he names the new book Eighth of Night. But basically, this is how they function: very similar to the bond between Spren and a person Rosha, but when a different, uh, but with a different way of accessing their magic. Those are the Aethers. And so, since I knew I was eventually going to be bringing them up, uh, bring them in, because that magic system works. Um, I have been foreshadowing it for quite a while. Like I said, Mraze has some chunk of Aether, and we have people mention the Aethers and things like that. Things like that. They are part of the Cosmere. You will eventually get some books that really dig into what the Aethers are and how they work. Okay, 30 okay, minutes into the show, so you now know what Aethers are, so great. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. <laughs> At least as much as we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this, this is clearly, Brandon, I want to tell you about these things. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do want to tackle one thing that is that is I think relatively minor in the grand scope of things, yes. but is is something that we've been unclear about, and that is the idea of what is an aether. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I think the way uh, I am I am beginning to think of aethers is like elements, like substances. Mm-hmm. So if you if you just replace the word aether with element or base element or whatever i i think it's starting to make more sense right but it's also like so, sapient so it's like a sapient well, yes. personification of that element in a sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so um uh in earth mythology there are often uh personifications of of elements and oftentimes there are uh deities associated with that so like you have a mm-hmm. fire god for sure example. right right right, right and right. and mm-hmm. all fire is part of the fire god and the fire god is obviously sapient and sure. things like that right right right, right so right. when brandon says that mraze has a, a chunk of an aether that that checks right so and it doesn't matter if it's a spore or the things that comes out of a spore um now mraze doesn't have Verdant, yeah. right? He has. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he has amberite slash amberite. rosite. Yeah. It's a crystal, <laughs> like a rose crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if he had had verdant, <laughs> a verdant vine is an aether, and a spore, a verdant spore is an aether, and wherever the verdant spores are coming from is still an aether. So, like all of these things are are the same thing, perhaps in the same way that. In an oak tree, the trunk is oak, and the leaves are oak, and the roots are oak. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. sure, I get what and you're saying. I've always thought of like the aether system as sort of Brandon's take on an elemental magic system because that's sure. basically mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, right. It and really sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the name also fits because like the aether in like old oh, time yeah, physics element, also yeah. was like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, thing. So, um, or metaphysics, I guess. And yeah. so, yeah, that's always been my read. And then if we get back to that early idea of maybe grouping them, I could really see that being a dawn shard thing, maybe even where like different dawn shards are more closely associated with one of these elements because I don't know, um, uh, Verdant is all about change or whatever, if you will. So, because you grow sure. stuff, so you could group it with uh, the change oh, dawn sure. shard. If, sure. Uh, yeah. Great. So, yeah. Um, maybe that is some oh. way of how the, how those elements came to be because they, in some form, um, personify the dawn shot that they correlate yeah. with. Yeah, and maybe. that's I think 
particular idea tracks with me because of like this group I've been talking about and I was like going back to the list mm-hmm. uh, not only like my own memory but like what Punny sent me and all three of those in the group with Verdant uh, track I mean Ferris allows a user to surround themselves with or turn themselves into like metal or well be the person that like helps the corporates it's, it's complicated Verdant it's well has really the whole mind thing <laughs> Illuminous is like transportation for other people, kind of. So mm-hmm. when you look at it, it's like, well, it makes sense that these things are all associated with change. But then you know, what is the other group? Sure. Oh, there's lots of possibilities I, here. I, I think one thing to note is that, again, the effects of the magic don't need to be like the metaphysical yeah. reasoning for why allomancy is of <laughs> preservation doesn't really matter that much in the the context of like how brandon is creating that like he's sort of mm. Mm, retroactively putting that in so he's probably like oh yeah Amberite's cool verdant's cool uh does there need to be that weird shard stuff that was in aether of night yeah. which i've read a little bit of it and yeah it is bonkers it's very confusing <laughs> uh, it, it, like doesn't fit in the, the rest of the cosmere right uh, but that's um yeah that's a very shard centric way of viewing the world mm-hmm. eric maybe aethers work differently <laughs> well <laughs> well what i'm saying is that i'm i'm more talking from about it from a writerly perspective when brandon's talking about the mechanics of the aethers he's not mm-hmm. talking about the the cosmere justification of how the aethers were made we're just talking about like Mm -hmm. how the magic works when you're like actually using it and things right uh but yes Mm -hmm. indeed uh i'm sort of envisioning aethers kind of like like a super spren kind of like night watcher storm father thing that bonds with a lot of people right Mm -hmm. like it it seems like like core aethers are or (laughs) yeah there you go nice uh (laughs) Like some entity that's like a really powerful spren, maybe even more powerful than those. Specific I mean, apparently yeah. from that other wob, which is like uh, other than like the dragons and. Isn't the, it about craftiness? Rather cra- than yeah, it's like maybe the core eaters, and it was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, yeah. So, no. and I also like how this is Brandon prototyping this this bond idea like i I thought that was very interesting yeah Yeah. because right there's no spren in way of king's prime that's true well (laughs) well not really not the same way there's four (laughs) it's not the same (laughs) which which well so so you say it's not the same and i agree it's not the same obviously but like the fact that there were four spren is a lot more reminiscent of the way the aethers work in that they are a limited number and maybe maybe Mm -hmm. brandon was thinking about having like multiple people bond you know the the spren of the east wind or whatever oh god wait so way of king's prime had like four spren yeah because i i have not read that book just for the record yeah yeah me either um so i feel like we need some some primer on that yeah, that that's all you need to know. Uh, instead of like these tiny elemental spirits, um, they were more like, you know, four storm fathers or whatever. It, it, my understanding is there are no radiance. 
at all. Those <laughs> those don't exist in Way of Kings Prime. So that's kind of a yeah, they're change. really different. Yeah, we 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 do need to stay a little bit more on on track though. Yeah. We can't yeah. we can't go into Way of Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's there's one last well two things I want to touch on here. Uh, one of them is important. The other one is okay. Uh, the not important one is uh, to build off Marvin's idea with the Dawn shards. It is interesting to me that it may be possible for us to view the kind of post-shattering of Adonauseum events as, well, Adonauseum turned into all of the shards, which may or may not be kind of associated with, uh, mm. with a Dawn shard. That might parallel a similar associations where the Aethers are also associated with a specific don't and so we have we have this timeline of events where we have don't shards and we have aethers associated with maybe mm -hmm. those don't shards and then the shattering happens and now the shards are also associated with those don't shards and so like the don't shards are mm -hmm. the crux of everything really mm -hmm. possible and now we observe mm -hmm. con convergent evolution between the two branches <laughs> There, there's, no. there's so much to uh, talk about like with that. like the Aethers not believing they're from Adenelsium, but mm. I don't know if yeah. we need to get into all the implications yeah. of that statement right here. I, I think I just, that's a very long and very that's that's yeah. like a topic. If you if you want to look at that, just go to the secret project channel on the shard, and we'll also the events channel when that swap happens. We'll, we'll do because it is everybody losing their minds. Yeah, so I mean, that, <laughs> when we that, actually I think understand fair. what this means. We'll do an episode, but uh, right yeah. now it's really hard. I mean, that's never stopped us before, but but we'll we'll, we'll um, wait to trust comes at out. At least probably. when we get the full book, yeah. yeah. So the second thing that I think is important to to talk about is Brandon's explicit mention of the Midnight Mother. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there are yeah. two ways to read that. I think one of them is we are just looking at similar effects. Right. Sure, you right. Different illusion magic. Yeah. 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 The other one, which is the spicy interpretation, <laughs> is that um, there is something in the Midnight Mother that evokes Aethers, uh, whether it is in, in ways similar to Eric's idea where Baromishram maybe does similar, maybe achieves similar effects but with different means methods means or whether this is straight up hey i i took the midnight aether out of <laughs> out of aether of night and plopped it on roshar because i like it's cannibalizing cool. my old books what are the 10 deaths i want to know we'll do oh 10 deaths God. episode <laughs> One of these decades. Yeah. We have one of them. <laughs> one. So I wanted to talk a bit about like what is the ether of night in ether of okay, night. Yeah, sure. So sure. <laughs> this is gonna get complicated. So I'm just gonna be paraphrasing what Pony said here because I don't remember half of this except the actual mechanics of the ether. Just that so there's decay and formation for like proto-ruin and proto-preservation. And there's a split in proto-preservation of chaos and order. Maybe it's weird. <laughs> um, even Putty acknowledges it's weird. And so the Aethers come from the chaos order split. Right? Okay. And there's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of like history there that isn't important. 
okay. But <laughs> none of that is canon. Like, it's complicated. <laughs> Eventually, the night and the luminous uh, aethers like come into being, separate from verdant. Amberite, Bistarin, and Ferris. And so that's why they're so strange and kind of OP, honestly. And so we get a similar, like, Mistborn situation with one person imprisoning the other and, like, canceling each other out. Mm. Anyway. Wonder where he um, got those ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And so that causes some strange interactions uh, with the ethers. But basically, what happened there is that. So we get Night slash, well, the Midnight Aether and Illuminous. And so Night is chaos in its purest form. Not chaos, Eric, but chaos. <laughs> this split. <laughs> uh, uh, Coming to you live, the Midnight Aether hey, himself. What's up? <laughs> I'm more of a bad Mishram guy, personally. Okay. Basically observes like this kind of like shard poolish thing that looks more like the Midnight Desert. Um, and... It allows teleporting yourself and anything you're holding on to, including other people, and also allows the creation of constructs controlled mentally that are basically midnight essence. Okay. So th- okay. that's what Brendan is talking Great. about there. And then Illuminous is just like teleportation for like other people, which is weirdly imbalanced, but <laughs> probably there's more things we don't know. Yeah, and so it's very strange. Uh, you can ask Punny about this. Punny knows this better than I do. <laughs> yep. Like even like as I was like originally reading the book, uh, Luminous and Night are just weird, just plain weird. Uh, they are very different from the other Aethers. We have this like midnight essence thing and this like proto shard pool that's more midnight essence than a normal shard pool. And so it's confusing, but that's where the comparison that uh, comes from. That Brandon did. And so mm-hmm. we don't know if he's just popping the idea on Roshar or if it has to do yeah. but it makes me wonder because Brandon did mention that the magic system worked on him for for him for Aethers, like what they were doing. So to, to bring this back to the topic of the actual like Tress secret yeah, project yeah, one. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause we if the we know that Tress has a, a sorceress who lives on the midnight sea. So I do wonder if, because why is she called a sorceress? If we're not going to see much in the way of like Aether bound people. So what if the way the Midnight Aether works on Lumar is that if you get water on it, then it like spawns shadow monsters. Hmm. Okay. So, so maybe this is why it's dangerous to go there. And maybe this is how the sorceress functions maybe she like figured out how to control the shadow ether monsters and that's She's how running around with a watering yeah. can <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like what that makes me think was like maybe she's found a way i don't know how this works world hopping wise but we know the reality work here so it is possible to world hop um maybe she bonded uh and well the Night Aether from the original Aether planet and then came back here and maybe that's how she's controlling this strain of night? I don't know. Oh, maybe. So in other words, she might be an Aether bound to the core Midnight Aether or something like that. Oh, if okay. I am, if, if I am getting my, my terminology yep. from the WAVs correct. <laughs> wow, we're, we're so, so deep wild. in the rabbit hole. Here, are the, yeah, no, it's, like, it's, 
a complete crackpot. She is the Midnight Mother who That would be pretty I mean, awesome, I gotta say. It would. Not impossible. No, it really is. They gotta be unmade from someone, so Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Maybe maybe the book ends with just Ray is just popping into Lumar and kidnapping um, her. <laughs> What's up? Okay. The idea of a sea made of monsters, not, not a sea filled with monsters, but a sea made of monsters uh, is... Uh. Nope. Very cool. <laughs> You bring a bucket of dark night spores, pour pour a bottle of water, and you have a pocket army. Oh my go. god! Nice. Let's go into right. the rest of these words of Brandon, and we are going to be going significantly faster through the rest of these because yes. we just did the spicy ones. Uh, yep. So we're gonna rocket through these. So our friend Mori Willow from the Shard asked. Yes. The spores react to water with sudden growth, which is very similar to Dayside lichen. Is the lichen an aether or significantly related to the aethers? And this is a raffo, but there are some clues in Secret Project 1. Read the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which Brandon said quite a bit. She was like, read the book! Yeah. yeah. Like, we can't, not yet. Yeah. An aether. Or it could, it could I, be an aether. I like that theory, though. That's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have opinions other than it is really interesting that that's what plays a, a factor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, White Sand don't tell Dane, like, it doesn't explode in sand <laughs> when you yeah. pour water on it. You know of. That I know of. Could, could be another strain. Coming. Yeah, it's a different it's strain. It could be another strain. <laughs> that's that's, there that's, that's really possible. I was like, oh, that's just a funny joke. And then I'm like, no, but you're telling yeah, me. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Autonomy could have uh, co-opted it or something. Like, do it or yeah, they okay. could be undermining Autonomy's world in some way. Would oh, that surprise yeah. me? Any it's of those of, options. It would be kind of weird if like the, the Aether that's on Taldane was somehow because it only like reacts to autonomous investiture, right? Because there was a warp mm-hmm. about bringing. Oh yeah. Uh, no, uh, about no. white sand. You have to like see the light of autonomous star for it to work, something like that. So no, it's not like no, just no, the no, sun. No, because in, yeah, because in stormlight you can charge like what like sand turns white in the presence of stormlight. Oh right, right. Hmm. Basically, it's kinetic investiture, but. Ever exactly that is, but yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Yeah, no. <laughs> we got into that last mob episode. Yeah, that's that's why I don't want to yeah, get into that. We're not getting into that. Uh what let's do this next one from Isaac, uh where where he's just talking about uh the end papers and illustrations. Basically, there are going to be there's there are different artists for each of these four books. Uh, and Isaac was saying how he's not going to be drawing maps. It's just the artists are just going to go crazy. And there will be some color end papers that aren't the illustrations, but Isaac's pushing the artists towards more like symbolic uh, end papers. Uh, no, I, I thought he was saying that he will let them do that if that's what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in this one, it says, I'm pushing the artist more towards symbolic rather than illustration on end papers. But yeah, like he he does also say, you know, if you want to do four color illustrations, you can. But that that's what he was thinking, right? 
Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. going to stop them, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, he, mm-hmm. he also mentions that the... Speaking of artists, that the cover for Tress is being done by Howard Lyon. I think th- I think he's referring actually not just to the cover, but the in all the books illustrations. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's oh, the yeah. whole thing. Art. Yeah. I can't so, wait. Yeah. If you don't Words recognize the name, uh, Howard Lyon is the one. He did the Hoid artwork that's in the Kickstarter. Mm. Mm-hmm. He also did the end papers for Stormlight, Yezrian, and Vedel. Yeah, mm. the Vettel one's so good. Yeah. I, I, I have it so framed, is... but my cats partially ate it, so. <laughs> no. I have to order a new one. That I got it signed to Jordan Kahn and uh, Aonar Sky. They chomped into it. Tasty, tasty, Ezrian. <laughs> they, they like the paper. They love they love the cardboard and eating it. Yeah. But yeah, this this is the kind of art type of artwork you can, you can probably expect from the book. Yeah. Yeah. My impression and- is that each book is essentially like Isaac is handing a book to each artist and going mm-hmm. here, you, yeah. you do whatever you want with this with some direction. Right. And so, um, there, there's some words of Isaac later on. Um, yeah. The touch on ideas like, well, now that we have two tone illustrations Ooh, because yes. of how much money mm-hmm. we've raised for this, um, it, it, let's, let's actually just blab about that briefly because it, basically they, Instead of stretch goals, they're just saying, "Well, we made so much money, so we can make the books better." So we're, we're not. It's not really <laughs> a stretch goal. Stretch goals. Reverse stretch goals, and so they're going to do the thing like they did in uh, some of the leather bounds, where they have like a, a a second color in addition to black. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, on the Way of Kings uh, leather bounds and the Warbreaker one, like the beautiful oh. drop caps are in the purple. Oh, it's it's tight. It's really good. I can't so wait. So having those be on the four books. It's really nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, and so this is this yeah. is the bit that I'm most excited about. Even though we are getting probably four full color illustrations in each book, mm-hmm. if artists want to like just do a two tone thing, like if you're if you if you own uh, a Way of Kings Leatherbound or you've seen one, you know that there are several several illustrations in there that are two tone, right? Like the end you of have, the part ones. Yeah, yeah. Shalan mm-hmm. drawing Taravangian with Yasna kind of behind him. Uh, there's Dalinar mm-hmm. catching the claw of the Chasm Fiend. One. These things. There's Bridge 4-1. Yeah, so like, if any of the artists want to do one of those, or multiple of those, this is now, uh, like, it's very easy for them to do, because the books are already they got a second going color. to be two-tone. Yeah. Makes the yeah. books more expensive, but they're like, well, with the amount of money we have, we can just make the books better. <laughs> like, okay, that's a great use for extra money, I think, yeah. just making the books better. I like, I love it. Yeah. I'm very excited for these hardcovers. Same. It, Honestly, it's going to be pretty All great. these updates convinced me. And <laughs> yeah. even before getting the previews for the other two, that yeah. I'm going to do the best I can to get the physical yeah. versions of these because I'm. Yeah, it's too expensive. Okay. Yeah, the, the mm. numbers for shipping to Europe are yeah. just... Yeah, yeah thank God I have someone in the US that can <laughs> right, help me right. with that. that. That does help. So it, it happens that I that I am the page runner stand-in for this episode. Because <laughs> <the next laughs> um, maybe I need to be like grumpier and saltier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sure. The the gist of this one, because I don't want to read all of it, is that 
he was interested in whether we're going to get an updated constellation map, right, or yeah. uh, or star charts uh, for these worlds. And the answer is a big maybe. Um, <laughs> the the takeaways from this are Isaac actually has a 3D model of the Cosmere. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> with all of the stars and planets, and a lot of them are unnamed. Obviously, things like Rashar and and Scadrio are named, and so whenever they need to, so, so sometimes they can just go to the three D model and like pick a star and pick a planet and go. Okay, well, the story takes place here, and other times Brandon just writes a story, and Isaac kind of needs to either find a place for that to happen, or they need to update the 3D model with the new star and the new system and the new planet. To make the constellations work. Wow. What, yeah. what a job. Here, Isaac. I, yeah. How many stars are yeah. in the Cosmere? You figured. <laughs> yeah. build, me, build me a star cluster Jeez. and make the constellations work so that this one kind of looks like a shard bearer yeah. who is pointing <laughs> a sword at a dragon. Oh, yikes. And please also make the orbital mechanics for Rosha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's on it. Yeah. Our guy Isaac on the case on the physics. Um, and so we might get those in Arcana Unbounded 2 if that ever happens. Oh, also, and... the Kickstarter illustration for Hoyt has some other stars. Then, so it. He says, "Oh yeah, mm -hmm. all the new stars that aren't the in background there." Background okay. some stars. The new ones aren't in there yet, but uh, someone I think maybe Gracie on the shard. Maybe Gracie move. I yeah. think it was her. Yeah, uh, she uh, put the Hoyt illustration and she put the star chart from our kingdom about the one on top, and it actually lines up really well. Mm -hmm. It's like they have a 3D model or something, and they know where the stars are. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am extremely happy with this level of detail. Obviously, they didn't need to do that, and obviously, they could have said, "Oh, this is just a Hoyt illustration. We let the artist. We told the artist just do a night sky, right?" But the fact that they are making an attempt to match this makes me, makes the, me really the level of Cosmere continuity that they do. <laughs> I do not. Speaking, speaking of Isaac, here's a question from him, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just he's just spitballing, yeah. Yeah, Re uh, asking about how rain on Lumar works, because, you know, Lumar, water, explosions of vines. Yeah. Possibly monster seas. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so so Brandon, Brandon says it's explained in the book. Uh, there is a part in the book where they deal with rain. And so, yes... That's uh, just a very elaborate way to say raffle. Yeah. Yep. It's in the book. Read the <laughs> yeah. book. But this one is a literal raffle. Literally read yeah. find out, yes. Which does kind of make me make me think like, I wonder if this is like how they maybe farm stuff. Like, do you suppose those vines are edible? I mean, they are an ether of night. Uh the verdant ethers are edible, so. Mm -hmm. Maybe I mean, maybe that's how if they're plants. Maybe that's how the people from like the Emerald Sea like sustain themselves. Maybe huh. in, instead of like having farms, you just you know grab a bucket, fish out a bunch of spores, and pour water over it. That seems extremely easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe this is like the breadbasket of the planet. Maybe they just export vine foods to the to entirety of Luma. <laughs> I'll do easily just 3D print your own lettuce. 
Nom 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 nom. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Yep, next one is from Very Nice Name 16. They ask, can we expect to know who Hoyt is telling the story to, when he's telling it, and roughly when the story is set relative to the rest of the Cosmere by the end of the book? And Brandon basically says that some of them, these things we will be able to figure out. And um, he talks about how they were, um, he was talking to his team about if they wanted a frame story sort of for this, where like it's actually Hoyt telling somebody and we switch back to Hoyt, like telling it to the person, um, but they decide against it. Um, and yeah, so some of these will be, uh, explained we are not going to get an epilogue where we find out where he's been telling this particular story and yeah some things like the rough time period we should be able to piece together and the, those are just by things that happen in the book nice yeah i i am glad because frame mm -hmm. stories rarely yeah. work for me yeah yeah I mean, and this, is, this is obviously in many ways inspired by the princess bride right so the question is are we yeah. going to cut off to the grandfather right yeah 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 uh, that said, uh, like we said on the Tress episode, we should totally have the blurb on the back of the book be like Hoyd trying to entice people to uh, to read the story <laughs> that he's telling, which an uh, in-world uh, back of the book thing. I think that'd still be tight, but uh, other than that, I think that's sufficient. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be so good. I, I, I kind of, as for whom he tells it to, I kind of want it to be Sixel, just because like something in his education as a world singer we could oh, see a piece of that would be pretty nice and then and then we get a and then we get a so so this comes out and then stormlight 5 comes out and we get sig's shoddy inadequate attempt <laughs> 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 that, would be, that would be really funny. so be there's 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 this planet and there are moons there it's 12 of them actually and they like <laughs> And they barf spores onto the planet, and uh, also like, rain what? is important. But we'll get to the rain, and like they ship. I mean, they 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 sail ships, but the ships are on the spores, oh, right? So water. water is a problem on this. <laughs> Brandon, just uh, we'll, we'll just clip this, send it to Brandon. We'll just put it in. There you go. And then, Exclusive then preview of Stormlight Five. There you go. There you go. Cut to Kaladin going like, Sigil, what the crem are you talking about? <laughs> What's a spore? Like, Kaladin's just like, what is a spore? It's, well, it's, it's kind of like no, a spread. No, and what is a mind of that matter? <laughs> I mean, they Do have, they have fungi on Rosha? <laughs> okay, moving on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, Chase Landry asks, you mentioned that the Uriali were once on the planet, but with the 12 moons, can we also assume that the Thalans get their 12 base number system and nautical skills and brandon says raffo excellent excellent question that is a very cool so, uh question i will say mm -hmm. what if the not much we can talk about but it's fascinating yeah. to consider that thalen may have may have also come from here I just love that the iriali are moving through the cosmere and i feel like eventually mm -hmm. we're going to get to know what all the lands are you know hopefully i hope eventually so. <laughs> eventually yeah I'm telling you, maybe all the all the pla all the free Cosmere secret projects will have just random references to their <laughs> reality. That'd be pretty funny. It's actually f three of the lands. Mm -hmm. The three lands. It's the year of the eerie. That's that's, that's what it really is. It's mm -hmm. the eerie of Sanderson. <laughs> all right, next one. It's pretty Pen irritating. Okay. Panheadbolt asks: Is Hoyd telling the story interrupted, or are the their interruptions being edited out? 
Brandon, there are interruptions being edited out because it'd be about 25 hours of him talking. Imagine this across the course of several days. Uh, that's what I think it'd probably be. Maybe not 25. It'd be like 12 or 15 hours for a 100,000 word book. I mean, you know how the, long the audiobooks are, so that makes sense. <laughs> uh, and 12 or 15 hours is a lot, even for Hoyd. I think that there are interruptions, at least breaks and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Interesting. Yeah. Not amazing. Yeah. Um, like, these are great questions. On. Uh, the, the questions yeah. on the stream are really good, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I'm enjoying this Reddit AMA format where, like, yes, we are actually same. getting things that people want to get. Well, mm -hmm. like, 10 of them and then a lot of chat questions, but hey. You know. Well, yes. I mean, there's no problem with chat interaction here. That's, that's not it, a problem. It's better than getting the same writing questions we've been getting for the past 15 years every time. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Captain M uh, transitions us off into the next question, which is, how far apart on the timeline are the events of Tress of the Emerald Sea and Hoyd retelling of them? And also asks about relative to other Casimir works. So Hoyd is telling the story within years or decades of the events of the story itself, not within centuries. Uh, as to where it falls in the Casimir timeline, you figure it out. So that makes me seem like it's not Sigzel. But like maybe Hoyd told yeah. Sigzel the story later. Uh mm. like he could Hoyd can retell stories, like that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh because I, mean, I, I he... feel like the Eriali, like that's like thousands yeah. of years ago, right? So oh, it's pretty yeah. early. Mm -hmm. Although we, the Eriali no. uh like they they have left some time ago in Tress as well. Yeah. So like how so long ago it's that pretty was? Early, I think. Like 300 years, I think, was... It was 300 years. Yeah, I have in my head, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. like, we're talking about, like, centuries, not millennia. Yeah. Yeah, so I just would... don't think it's Sigzel talking. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not talking to Sigzel. But it was made unlikely for the sorcerers to be the maternal mother, so... <laughs> If yeah. it was six. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got we got to fit that somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think the Uriali have been on Roshar a long time, so, you know, don't lose hope. Yeah. 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 Odium could still pop up and be like, hey, I'm taking you. <laughs> Her name's just Shafir or something. Like, it's not quite Ray Shafir. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Perfect. Sure. Nice. Okay, so from College Advice 12, <laughs> I could have read you like a few years ago, I but. Know. Don't buy your uh, books from the college bookstore. I like the 12 <laughs> for the Aethers, though. You know, that's nice. Appropriate. So, uh, College Advice 12 asks what the cognitive realm of Lumar looks like. Please tell me it is just normal liquid water. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> and Brandon says, uh, Rafo, it's a good guess. Isn't this the one that started the whole pageant about a cognitive... Um, Realm that looks like cake and the milk thing. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, they, they, they really yeah. about cognitive realm and cake. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think pers personally, I think it's pretty like plausible that it's just water, because like we we know that in in the cognitive realm, like land is water and water is land. So mm. what are spores? Are they land or they yes, water? Yes, I think no spores water. count as like living things. So I think. Since unless we have like lakes on some of the islands, then I, I don't think there's like water underneath the spore oceans because it would all have already like transformed into 
spore produce. <laughs> okay, now I kind of need like you know the um only um cereal box yeah, yeah. that uh, Heather Lee <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I need that but spore produce. <laughs> spore produce. Nice. Get on it. Not Get on GMO Heather. free spore grown food. Yeah. <laughs> Come okay. to the Vernon You Get your spore produce here. <laughs> Next question. Yep. So, Pandromeda. Excellent name, username. Uh, Pandromeda. That's a 10 out of 10 yeah. username right there. And and also a fairly, I think, recent uh, mm-hmm. joinee yes. to the Discord. Yes, that's true. Uh, Welcome. Seeing you around. So, yeah. yes. hi. Thanks for joining hi, us. Welcome. 10 out of 10 username. And thanks for the question, which was, uh, are all 12 moons orbiting the planet's equator? Are they spread out across the planet, perhaps arranged like the vertices of a D20? And Brandon says that I imagine it's more like the vertices of the D20. Good questions. Question now, I will put the asterisk on this that we just got our work back from our scientists who are trying to figure out how to make this impossible for me. So I haven't put that in the book yet. I haven't even read what they came up with yet because I'm just digging into revising this one. They could have uh, have something to say about this, but I've imagined it like the vertices of a D20 or a D12 since it's 12, but so the a D20 has 12 vertices and 20 faces, so it would be a D20. If you Brand want is not to a math person. Fa- yeah, <laughs> yeah, so just for anybody who was wondering, it's a D20 in this case. If you- yeah, so yeah. I apparently am getting all the raffos. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> Asmodeus9 asked, in this book, uh, there is a mention of a certain people that disappeared. The Ariali. Yeah. <laughs> We have seen them elsewhere. Were they here before or will they come after? Basically, what's the... Is this before Stormlight, after Stormlight? And obviously it's a raffle, but he says good question. I think it's gotta be before. I think it's gotta be before. Yeah. I don't know. Unless unless there are like multiple groups of Irreali moving about, which... Please no, this is going to be <laughs> Please brain. no, yes. I don't I'm think on that. so. Yeah, no. screw that. Uh, then I think like the ex- Irreali being around on uh, Lumar, I, sh- I keep trying to call it Tress World. I'm sorry. Irreali <laughs> uh, being on Lumar would kind of spoil, I guess, that they survive Stormlight, at least in some capacity. <sighs> mm-hmm. I, I think if Roshar blows up, we could be looking at far future Cosmere. Yeah, that is true. I guess I'm I'm like I'm thinking of it from the writerly perspective of like, well, we know that Iriali have been to other places, so write mm-hmm. about one of those places that they've been. Right? Yeah. I, I realize that, that that is an assumption. They will go to other places. Well, that's true. Uh, I'm just. I I think it's before. Uh, this is an interesting question, but I think it's going to be. A long time ago and yeah and it's not yeah. like we can really extrapolate from technology levels because that's just different on every yeah. planet depending right, exactly. on magic depending on yeah. well things like the desolations that messed with everything things like the lord ruler that messed with everything the the aethers and needed time to make this new that. strain so maybe it's in the far future that, that that's actually like, possible though <laughs> it is but they Besides, also had a lot of time already yeah besides remember that we need this to be happening before so that Odium can kidnap the sorcerers. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good so point. Good. 
Hannah asks, is there a connection between spores and silver and shades and silver? Brandon, yes, that is a good question to ask. There is indeed a connection. Yeah, I bet there is. He's intentionally putting silver there, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but also, we know that Brandon has said, well, everything is connected in the Cosmere, so yeah. there's that. But yeah, I, but he's I, like, it, it, yeah, this, this is, more is way too direct. This is, this is yeah. more explicit. And, and just from the tone of the way he answered that, th- this feels like there is a notable, significant mechanical mm-hmm. connection between yeah. these right. Mm-hmm. Should, uh, should I bring back question? my theory from last week? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, 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 I don't know if we is. need to recount it. I, I think yeah, that would if take you, too long. So if you want to know Rizar's theory, go watch our yes. uh, Trust Reactions episode. Well, yes. the one for the previews. Yes. And it's a great theory. It's, it's a, very, very interesting. The 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 Threnodites came from here. That's that's basically mm-hmm. the theory. Yep. Um, and I, I do want to know yes. from those of you who have read Aether of Night, is <laughs> Silver Silver <laughs> in there? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll no. I'll look it up uh, and, can, and I, then I'll answer that. Can you give me yeah. a just Sorry. a second and I can control up silver real quick? <laughs> and before we get to silver, eyes, silver crazy. pillar, silvery Ferris pillar. I yeah, uh, Ferris. Um, I mean, no, it's no. metal, but not silver. And it's metal. Uh, if not if really. we're not seeing like not really. Oh, there's capital properties. F forgotten. That's not confusing at all. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, oh, those are, oh, oh the capital F forgotten the... are the midnight mothery things. Oh, great, great, kind of. Let's get the chocolates but in there too, and then we'll be they're set. the ones that come out like from the proto shard pool. Ah, oh, great. That is it, it, the end of Aether is very confusing. Mm. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, no silver is uh, as an relevant okay. silver. And I get to read Pony's question. Mm. <laughs> Lusterin Telescope. Uh, once again, not to be mistaken with other Lusterins like Television <laughs> and Teletubby. <laughs> or, or the yeah. Dragon Reborn. So, or, or the Dragon Reborn. That so, was a YouTube yeah. comment. Yeah. Well, well, no, the Dragon, music, not the Dragon Reborn. The dragon. Well, excuse me, I'm a watch viewer, not a book reader. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. Anyway. So anyway, many angry sh- comments. Shush, 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 shush. <laughs> The proper name uh, for the sea seems to be the Verdant Sea. The title is Tress of the Emerald Sea. I was wondering Is Emerald just being used as an adjective about the color, or is it a regional thing where some places call it Verdant and some places call it Emerald, or what? Uh, And Brandon, after acknowledging that this is his friend, or Adam, after acknowledging that this is his friend, funny, says, it's a little more the latter, by the way, Adam didn't read my name on stream, and I'm not salty <laughs> about that at all. <laughs> okay. It's a little more the latter. Verdant is more the scientific name because it's the Verdant Aether. Uh, but you will see, for instance, sea sometimes called the Midnight Sea or the Sea of Night, which are two different things. You will see things like that. Emerald Sea made a better title, so I went ahead and let them use both for see some of them. Um, that's not so much of a use for two terms, uh, which which makes perfect sense to me, right? They yeah, they can yeah. just have different names for for things. So the, the way, obviously, this is this is pretty straightforward to to read. But like in uh, one of the preview chapters, there is a mention of like crimson spores, yep. for example. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I have no idea what they do. 
uh maybe maybe there's something in aether maybe there's not but like i can imagine crimson sea versus like the sea of blood yeah 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 something like that sure sure yeah yeah yeah. i think that's very possible i mean the only thing that in aether that's remotely similar is amberite which is like pink but light pink Mm -hmm. or sound You know, like, Amber. Eh, maybe it's the end of the new <laughs> The sea of lightning. Sanguine or whatever. The rose. The sanguine. Sea. Yeah. The rose. Yeah, the sanguine. rose sea does sound awesome, by the way. That's 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 solid. And going Not with the new with the rose, rose light name. Yeah, yeah. Rose Empire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually there's a, a perpendicularity mm. there. Yeah. All right, next okay. one. Okay, so this one is from the five. Who uh-huh. is asking how many planets are in the system that Lumar is in and what the system is called? And Brandon basically rafos this and says that that's the kind of rafo when they still haven't figured it out because uh, let's have 3D model. You know, big moment of silence for Isaac who has to figure all this out yes. and fit into his 3D model. <laughs> No wonder he doesn't have time to draw the maps anymore, because <laughs> he's like, I have to map out the entire star cluster. Oh, okay. No big yeah. deal. That's, so, yeah, that's also basically. words of radiance leather bound while all the art for these. Yeah, he's got a lot Isaac is very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor yeah. Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you if you ever see Isaac on like a signing or something, just give him give him things. Yeah, he's he, very chill. He he's lovely. Things. All right, uh, and we have another question from Mori. Is there any significant relationship between the 12 types of Aethers and the 10 essence, essences on Rosha, even just in a sense of recurring Cosmo-wide patterns? And Brendan says that uh, I would say yes, but it's 10 years. Okay. So, so what, if Mori included the word significant rather than just yeah. is there any relationship? Yeah. Because we know how bad the answers to exactly. those. Because Mori knows how to ask questions. Yes. You got to say the word significant, yeah. not re- just relationship. <laughs> and I guess it's sort of like like these are elements of some form, mm-hmm. maybe. And so yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. some similarities there. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. my read as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, continuing with the Raffo theme. Uh, <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i want i want like a, a gif of brandon with like a mini gun that shoots rockets <laughs> and veronica like, specifically yeah. well <laughs> that would be amazing also, are the places where the spores are disturbed uh by the moon's perpendicularities and well raffo again an excellent question <laughs> Twelve a great question. That is an excellent. Don't know if we'll find out. Twelve perpendicularities, easy. More than Rashar. Nice. Yeah, and that's creating the gravitational pull that keeps them in because yeah, sure, easy. yeah, nice. Realms. nice. <laughs> yeah. It, it really that's where down the spiritual too. humidity. So that's where the, the mm-hmm. astronomy. Oh yeah. mm-hmm. No, it boils down humidity. to <laughs> are are the spores coming from like a physical entity on the moon or is there like a, yeah. a a magical portal that is that is sure. spitting them right, out right, from right, elsewhere. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Twelve perpendicularity yeah. seems a lot, like a lot to me, but like maybe one that or two is. Like Swiss cheese planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delicious. Don't don't eat it. Don't eat the spores. This next one's from Laser Wolf uh, two fourteen, which is a very long one, and it's talking about Hoyd's voice. Like, why why did Brandon put uh, this in Hoyd's voice? And the the long and short of it is, uh, Brandon's gonna write Dragon Steel in Hoyd's voice, but he wanted to get some practice 
Hoyd telling different kinds of stories. So this one has a like obviously Dragonsteel will not feel like a fairy tale like this. Uh, but he he wanted to try and you know get those different sorts of Hoyd uh, voices and. You know, he he liked uh, the Princess Bride, so he was he was trying to evoke that. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's basically what he's uh, he's he's experimenting with voice and stuff. And uh, Brandon does say that Dragonsteel itself will have more of a King Killer esque vibe to it. Uh, and so mm. he, he wanted yeah. to practice a bunch of different ways uh, that Hoyt could tell stories, which I think is a great it's a good idea. idea. Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah. As a writer, I know for a fact just how difficult voice is to get right. There are some people that are naturally talented at it, but voice is one of those things that takes forever to get right for a character. And so I like that Brandon is practicing this go, now and figuring go practice out the voice, voice, voice before the hugely important yeah. dragon steal. Exactly. Like, that's, that sounds like a good idea. And I do like that. Even though Brandon is like super well established as an author right now, and like. He can just keep churning. I mean, not Stormlight qu- quality necessarily, but like Stormlight, like traditional fantasy third-person limited kind of kind of voice. He is still trying to stretch out and and explore different mm-hmm. <clears throat> areas of the craft. Yeah, agreed. I think that's very important for him to do. Seems straightforward enough. Let's move on to the next question, which comes from uh, College Advice Twelve once again who says, uh, it's okay to slip in for class as long as you make up the work for it later. <laughs> That's not what I said. Uh, no, the question is actually, the Tress continued to collect cups in the year Charlie was gone. Um, she did. Not as many as normal, but she did want to have something to, to show Charlie when he came back. She'll just have to bring it to him. Travel the, travel the, the mug sea. Mugs. <laughs> are there muggers Where? there on the mugs? <laughs> no, the muggles are there. Oh, the muggles! No, 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 yes, it's, yes. It's not the muggles. No, it's it's every spore turns into a different <laughs> mug. It's like it's a bit like Shadesmar. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Cut you okay. off there. Let's let's move you off the stage like the Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so this next one is from. Travis Gafford, who is asking, given that you wrote those concurrently with other novels that don't have the same tone, was it ever jarring switching between the novels? Oh, this is good. And to to paraphrase Brandon's answer, because it's another lengthy one, uh, basically not really, because he would write uh, Tress like in bits and pieces at night while doing a lot more complex things with the regular books, so they didn't quite mix up together the same way. And also interesting thing he adds is that as those secret projects go on, they become more serious and more Cosmere involved in tone. So like one is this whimsical fairy tale. The secret project two is also, you know, more lighthearted. And then three gets more Cosmere involved and four is even more. Like you know, we know there is a character we know in Secret Project 4, so obviously it's the most Cosmere involved of the four. I, I like and, Brandon's line at the end, where he's just like, whereas four, I think you'll be like, oh, this is what we're doing. All right. <laughs> and then he just says, so wait for that one. There's some slight spoiler reveals for you. 
I can't wait. Yeah. But also, the wait between the previews and the actual book for yeah. Secret Project 4 is going to be very long. And you'll have to wait for the our shardcasts on it because we literally can't produce content fast mm-hmm. enough because Brandon keeps flapping. Yeah. So you'll Weird you'll get us talking dying. about Secret Project 4 in April. <laughs> I'm not grumpy or bitter. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's great to talk ruined. about. I just wish we could get them closer to the yeah. release, but there's so many bobs that die. Anyway. Yeah. Moving along. Yes. <laughs> Another question from Sapphire Bombay. Um, does the story, Dress and the Emerald Sea, take place in the cognitive realm? And Brandon says no, but an excellent question. Uh, which I can see where they are coming from. It's like, it seems like it could be in the uh, cognitive realm. It's just really weird. It's so out there. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had the same idea. I was wondering mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's trademark. Hey, Veronica, you don't get a raffle. Yes, miracle for once. Time, wow. time to shift things around. <laughs> um, how Cosmere relevant would you say this story is? And that question comes from Aid IRD. And Brandon says, that depends on what you want. There are some characters that will show up that are relevant to the Cosmere. The ethers are very relevant, but these are an offshoot of the ethers. Know what's happening with Hoyt is relevant and things like that. It is one of the less cosmic relevant the planet is backwater it is not considered really important the machinations of shards are not hugely relevant to this planet which we talked about before yep and this is a story about these people and you will see cool things and learn more about the cosmere but this the goal of this story is to tell a story about these people i hope that you will still find it very cool and enjoy the cosmere references and things but it is not a keystone of the cosmere it is meant to be something that you can read completely indifferent to the cosmere so it's interesting because well everybody was losing their minds uh because of the uh all the cosmic references we're already getting and yet this is nowhere near (laughs) as crazy as secret project 4 is gonna be for example yeah but like you don't need to know about the Iriali to like yeah. enjoy yeah. the story right or oh, the yeah, aethers or the aethers I mean the aethers not even mentioned in the sample chapters yeah. right like it's just like <laughs> presumably oh, at stuff. some point they will be and yeah. they will be explained but as with many other things in Brandon's writing they will be explained within the context of this world and so yeah. like knowing that they they were originally from like a 20 year old novel that she wrote <laughs> It is obviously like blowing our minds because it's like, oh my yeah. god, this is this is finally making its way into the cosmere. It's not necessary. But if you're if you're just walking into the cosmere, that doesn't have the same yeah. weight for you. Yeah, and that's totally fine. This next one is from the Gator Girl Zero Zero, our very Grace. own Grace, with a fantastic question. Hoyt has a line, a jawline so straight it makes other men question if they are. When describing a character. Is that simply Hoyd getting into character and being comfortable acknowledging another man's attractiveness? Or is it an indicator that his sexuality might not be entirely straight? And Brandon says uh, that he considered it to be more of the first. uh, And a really good line that Hoyd liked. Uh, And he says, but you may read into it how you desire. I don't get to decide, right? I will write the stories and then you guys get to decide how you feel that they... We'll just go with that. I did not intend more than kind of some subtle jibes, a good quote, and Hoyd kind of indicating some things about society, perhaps. Uh, I wish Brandon would think it maybe a bit more about the sexuality of his characters a bit more intentionally, yeah. is, is all yeah. I'd say about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the Yasna thing, it's like, maybe, maybe 
maybe just mm-hmm. think about it a little more. Well, like, but it's mm-hmm. but it's also with Hoy specifically, it's got to be extra mm-hmm. difficult, right? Because that's a character that's been in his head. Yeah, that's and true. presumably mm-hmm. when he came up with the character, he just defaulted to straight, straight yeah. it's man. Yeah. So I I would hope moving forward he's a little more cognizant of of these mm-hmm. decisions. I still love the line, and he definitely has some yeah. bi energy. Like that would be easy to yeah. for Brandon to switch yeah. him to be bi. Well, of all the characters in the Cosmere, yeah, like Hoyt is he, the obvious choice. I feel like if you had two more bi like, dudes, we need more yeah. bisexual dudes. It's mm-hmm. true. It's just true. in stories in general, I think. Yeah. I for what it's worth, I one hundred percent had canon him as bisexual, but yeah. then again yeah. I had canon all characters like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone in the mixing pot. Yeah. You get to be bi, you get to be bi. <laughs> look, look, if everyone is bisexual, then you can ship everyone with everyone. So everyone wins. Yeah. Maybe even the yeah. midnight mother. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing those back. Ship it or rip it. Let's go. Cool. It's me, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Greleman Shieldheart. Yeah. I apologize if if you are a gremlin or something like that. Ping me on Discord. Tell me how this is read. Please send your I complaints to at Argentson. <laughs> <And, laughs> yes, it is it is just Argent in Discord. I oh, okay. Um, well, I was saying on Twitter. The question, but yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. Uh the question <laughs> is near and dear to my heart and says Will we get an Arzer Canum for each of these secret projects? Uh, and Brandon says that he hasn't written one yet, but it is likely that you will. Good. Good, 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 good. I can't good. wait. Good. I am so excited for Arzer Canum every time. Uh, and they've been getting, it feels like they've been getting spicier and spicier every yeah. time. As the Cosmere uh, moves along and it's more Cosmere aware. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, in rereading like Era 2, like I was just like scanning them and it's mostly just like definitions and things more like into a traditional glossary. And yeah. then we have the Rhythm of War one, which is super <laughs> spicy and like Stone once I mentioned something Existence. about that. That's some un- Stone shaping. Un- Aethers. Oil. Yeah. We'll do a stone shaping episode eventually. Rhythm yeah. of Wars Arcanum, it's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, assuming the Arcanum is written from Chris' perspective, why shouldn't it be? Maybe, um, but I definitely expect to see foil mentioned again in the one Ooh, for Tress. Yeah, on Aether. Because, yeah. Right. yeah. So one yeah. of our few canonical Aether mentions, other than Raises uh, cabinet mm-hmm. and the yeah. pants. So. Raises pants. And the cabinet is not even canonical. <laughs> it's like it's it's a wob. Yeah. Shalon just sees the crystal. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. But like, I mean, that's yeah. the implication, right? But yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So this one is from Quilty Hill, which is a very cute name. <laughs> I, I really like this name. Quilty Hill. Uh, it sounds like Tress is going to be more romantic than some of uh, your other novels. Were the main characters based off of you and your wife? And if so, which one is she? And uh, yeah. Uh, ba- uh, basically, Brandon does confirm that uh, Tress is based on Emily, his wife, and uh, Charlie is based on him. Uh, At least have some attributes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I say personally makes it e- 
kind of awkward for me to say that I didn't really enjoy those characters. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and and that's why it's important to to not entirely base characters off of real people and instead just like lift attributes off of them. Like yeah. Sereni based on the Brandons, who was a woman and also very tall. And so some of the problems that Sereni deals with are problems that tall women sometimes have to deal with. But they Similarly, are the same people. Yeah. Charlie is a blabbermouth. <laughs> and Trest <laughs> is a pragmatic young woman. And so these are attributes that are coming from Brandon and Emily, respectively, but they're not... These are not self-inserts. That's cute, I think, though. Yeah, it yeah. is. I actually hadn't made the connection before, but but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that does... That's believable. And this was also the first of the secret projects that he wrote, and this for one's like specifically for his wife. So, like, yeah, I can I can see it being a little more of a tribute. Yeah, yeah. So uh, our next question comes from praying for superpower. Um, I wonder which one they're praying for. <laughs> That's another great username. There are some really good usernames in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Come for the so, ones, yes. usernames. Yeah, that's right. Reddit usernames are an art form in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, they're asking: Do all the moon, do all the moons drop different color spores? And Bren says, "Yes, good question. There are twelve different types of spores that do twelve different things, and they are all at least subtly different in shades. So it's oh like the God. painting that um, lights on." No, it's a no, wallbreaker no. with all the reds. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe one is actually amber. <laughs> no, no, no. To me, to me, obviously, this says, well, if if verdant spores are, you know, this deep green, for example, then it's possible that a different type of spore is a different shade of green. Yeah. Um, the important thing is that they have different effects, not that they're colored differently. Yeah, yeah. And I could so, say like it, it would be easy to make like based on three primary colors and then two in between for each of them maybe that could work as as a canon's just imagine color being colorblind yeah. on Lumar. <laughs> oh, that, that does not sound good. I mean, just nope. you, you don't want to get the spores wet anyway, so nothing's changing there. <laughs> maybe you want to farm some vines, okay? Oh yeah, and I mean yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell apart the dead ones from the um, from the living from the ones, living. maybe depending well, on your color. Okay, but okay, this is getting into how colorblind are you? Which variation? <laughs> yeah. of Next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question from Asmodeus Nine, and it says, "If the oceans on this planet are all made out of dust and sand, will we eventually find out how human-like life got on there without assuming whatever?" Rather Earth-like life or dust oceans got here first, or that either came from somewhere else. Man says, yes, I can answer this eventually. I probably won't answer it in the book, but as we talk more about ethers and their core world and some of these things, I can answer some of this. Good question, actually. Excellent, excellent question. Cool. Okay. I guess like one, one nice. thing to call out here is that uh, the, the human-like part, because I have seen some people theorize that uh, the people who live on Lumar aren't actually humans oh. uh, because, you know, no. spore oceans, which I will say, I mean, it's not impossible, but I personally find it implausible because Brandon tends to signpost his non-human life more. Yeah. 
Like you're not going, if you're reading a POV of a singer, you're not going to mistake it, mistake them for a human. It would have been clear and mentioned if they were not yeah. human, right? I agree. Yeah. And also this just doesn't feel like from, from purely a meta perspective, this doesn't feel like a, a word, like it seems to me like Brandon wanted to tell a cute story about a boy and a girl on a weird planet, not a weird boy and a weird girl on a weird planet, right? You gotta like, have that's... some familiar and then some unusual. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then our last one, uh, Brandon's talking about a bit of the swag that's gonna be in the swag box, and uh, he he he's seen crappy swag, and so he doesn't want cheap crappy swag. He wants some cool <laughs> stuff, and so it's going to be a writing notebook probably with the Cosmere symbol or something like that on it. But it will have interspersed through it lines and ideas from my writing notebook of ideas I haven't written, including some that's inspired these stories and things like that. So you'll be able to look through and get a writing prompt directly from me from my actual writing notebook of all the ideas I keep I haven't read, written stories on. It should be a high-quality notebook with a symbol on it so you have a nice Cosmere notebook. But it has that little extra something that means we went the extra mile. We built something for you. I use that to explain this is the sort of thing I want to see us doing. That sounds Brandon, pretty cool. I want that a notebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm oh sure my God. It, like someone will get it and just post it all on the internet, all the lines. So like, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I and I hope it's one of those things that stays up on his store after the Kickstarter. Eh, if they have extras, maybe, but... That yeah. to be I hope the notebook includes his actual handwriting, so only the truest <laughs> oh, and most dedicated of fans. <laughs> well, why why can, don't we get one can. of the swag boxes to just be the Hoboken audio, just to really have the true fans have some fun trying to figure out what the hell he's saying? Oh, Hoboken. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, uh, I am interested to hear about more of the swag. Um, but mm -hmm. that, that, is, that is cool. I'm glad it's not going to be, you know, cheap garbage you know like they're, they're going to make it quality yeah with some cool ideas so nice cool well uh oh god this was not a short episode at all oh oh well uh but you know we, we talked about aethers for like 50 minutes and things so there, there it was you go. definitely the aether episode yeah so yep. we what well, we're gonna go to his that cosmic character in a second but uh what we're gonna do I suspect, we'll see, but that the Secret Project 2 stream will not be as Cosmere spicy as... <laughs> well, it isn't Secret Cosmere. Exactly. So I'm banking on that here. So we don't have to do so. two weeks in a row of like, oh, here's our Secret Project 2 reactions, and here's the separate wobs that we need to spend two hours talking about. Uh, I do expect Secret Project 3 and 4 will be similarly spicy if not more spicy than this perhaps so especially for yep so these episodes will be coming out across the next two months i imagine as soon as secret project four comes out you'll be like 
what does our cast think of Secret Project 4? <laughs> but we're probably going to be like, here's Secret Project 3, and then Secret Project 3 Wobs, because it takes a week to edit these and record these and things. So uh, we yeah, will get to it, I promise. Has been crazy. Yes, yes. So uh, please support our Patreon if you want to help me get through <laughs> editing this and survive. And survive. Because <laughs> uh, I. Oof. So I, that's sort of the plan. So you, you will need to wait a bit longer for Secret Project 3 and 4 stuff. But clearly we had plenty to talk about on this episode and we couldn't just do a 20 minute. I was like, oh, how, how interesting could the Wobs be? And like the answers turned out to be very interesting. So uh, in, in many ways, they are more interesting than the previous chapters. It, honestly, I mean, yes, yes. Uh, yes. that is yes. absolutely yes. true. Uh, like the yep. this is very spicy. So. But if the preview chapters keep getting longer and longer and the spicier and spicier. So there's going to be plenty of spicy co uh, content to come your way. But yeah, as soon as we watch the stream, it's like, this is a whole episode, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Hey, uh, staff chat was literally called to Brandon. Uh, what the hell? He, he ruined my Sharkcast schedule again. <laughs> After ruining it a week ago. Uh, I even tweeted that I'm like, ah, oh, grumble, grumble, grumble. But that's fine. That's fine. You'll get plenty of content uh, and I will do my best to make it weekly. So we, we are working hard and uh, poor uh, other things will just be delayed. So you'll see. Yeah. We'll get to the Herald episode eventually. Sure. Stone shaping episode. <laughs> and stone shaping eventually. Oh, yeah. And you know, like yeah. Adolin, there, you know. There are worse problems to be had than too much content. Well, yeah. Oh, that, that may legitimately be a problem in 2023 of having too uh. much content. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to who's that Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the game show where you send five clues in a character to WTCCS17char.com. We read these clues aloud, and these guys have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmere Character. This first one is sent by Angamon. Uh, and Kluan, this character can write. Navani? Jochi. Nope, nope. Void. Nope. <laughs> he can't write. That's true. Delana. It's not Delana. Let's get it out of the way. Okay. Clue two. This character is involved with a coup attempt. Uh, blue fingers. Uh, not blue fingers. Who's that, Ella? Uh, Danlan. It's not the Dan one that Lan. was like the the, the Kelsier. The, yeah. Kelsier? No, not Kelsier. Can you write? Um, yeah, he wrote uh, that plan on the blackboard. Oh at yeah, some yeah, point. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Duke Royal. It is not Royal. Blue three. This character does not use the invested arts. Uh, graves? It's not Graves. You're like, diagram. It is a diagram. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking Graves as well. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Terevangian? It's not Terevangian. Uh, oh. Doxon? It's not Doxon. 
a surprisingly large number of coup attempts. <laughs> well, it's like the Cosmere does the interesting parts of the world building and not like, yeah, everything was peaceful and great. What's up? This is so lovely. No conflict at all. This is a bit of an odd guess, but I'm going to go with Aesodon. It's not Aesodon. Clue four, this character has a dead spouse. <laughs> well, that yeah, doesn't narrow it down much. Yeah, no, no. It Good thing we already kicked Kelsier out of the runnings. <laughs> <laughs> and Dalinar. And Dalinar. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bet on a technicality and go with Serini. It's not Serini. I like the way you think That's a though. good technicality. Yeah. Good to guess. Uh... Says it? It's not says it. Oh, they, they were never were married, so yeah. No. They were what married does it mean to be married? Realm. Do Pathians? Yeah. yeah, you know. Proto Pathians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he can talk to Vin and Ellen, he can talk to Tindwell. Well, for a bit. Well, mm. enough for a proposal. God, I was I was going to guess Denv, but that was his sister, not his wife. Mm, yeah, I mean, so, not mutually exclusive. No, and he uses the investors anyway. Yeah, so that means Vasher is out of the running too. Don't say my Vasher Shashara Denth ship. Well, I mean, it, it can't be Shashara. One of the things is does yeah. not use the invested arts. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't oh, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, involved in a coup. Our breaths and invested arts. Oh God. If you are the person who awakened night blood, Evgeny, you used an invested <laughs> art. You. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Dedalin. It's not Dedalin. Ah, good King old Idris. King Idris. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, so I, I wrote the Dunlop article on the conference. I completed it. I'm so. gonna guess that. Uh, what is he called? Dilaf. Dilaf. It's not Dilaf, but I like that. That's oh, good. That's he is an invested art, though. He does. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Well, um, clue five. This character has golden hair. <laughs> well, now it has to be an area. <laughs> I'm not even gonna think through my oh. guess and go with Evie. It's not Evie. Golden hair. The seeks and the golden hair. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to give you a bonus clue after this. Let's see. Can you go with the clues again? I can do that, I guess. Uh, clue one, this character can write. Clue two, this character is involved with a coup attempt. Clue three, this character does not use the invested arts. Clue four, this character has a dead spouse. Clue five, this character has golden hair. Was Evie's brother ever married? Okay, I don't question, think Siri? so. Is it Siri? It's not Siri. Damn it. I, I'll figure, you know, dead husband and a technicality. Mm. And are the royal locks maybe even an invested art? Who knows? <laughs> I would not say that's an invested art. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. It could be Arcana, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Watch it be like Tress, and this was sent in by a man or something. (laughs) Yeah, no. No. Her hair is the color of sunlight. No, no, no. We're we're solidly (laughs) in over a year ago here, so don't worry about that. 
golden hair? Who has golden hair? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Who has golden hair? A year ago, hair? only Brandon and, and Emily knew about this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Emily sending in a to troll us. That would imply they have time troll. to watch the show, which they definitely don't. So I'm not no, worried No, they don't. That. No. Mm. Do, do you guys want the bonus hair? clue? Yeah, I think yeah. I'd like it. Okay, okay. So I will say clue six. This is not in the original one, but I'll give you a bonus. This character is from Cell. Was it not Serini? It's not Serini. Oh, oh, oh my God! Kai-ain? What's his name? Kaiyan? No, it's not Kaiyan. No, 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 no. Eventeo? It's not Eventeo. <gasps> So it's just me left. <laughs> yes, oh, it's all up to you. Characters. Okay. It's all up to Golden you. hair. That's boss. Yes. Non, no invested arts. Yes. Can write. Can write. And the cool. Yes. I have no clue whatsoever. Oh. Well, actually, you have six, but hey. I, I reuse that joke. Alex said it before, but I, you know what? I don't even care. I, I have it to show my idea, but it does. Yeah, no, I give up. I can't come up with any. It is Emperor Ashravan! Involved Which with the coup attack. He has golden hair. Um, I looked on the copper mine. He does specifically have yeah, golden hair. Wow. wow. <laughs> I know. Don't, don't, all, don't all the greats have great yeah, golden hair or something like that? I don't know. No, I, I have don't no idea. So. I don't remember. For, for some reason, I have no idea why, but for some reason, I was absolutely convinced that Ashravan was like Indian looking. Mm. Well, it's probably uh, because the entire setting is like very Asian and. Yeah, dark hair, right? But no, he has golden hair for sure. I I, I was going through all the Cosmo works in my mind, and I just completely forgot about Emperor. I know, and you all went to Elantris on (laughs) on Cell. I was was like, dead wife, right? Uh, I mean, granted, the coup attempt one—he had a coup attempt inflicted upon him. That's uh, still being involved. (laughs) It was involved. What does it mean to be involved in a coup? I like it. Had canon mm-hmm. all of them as looking like various Asian cultures, yeah, right, which right, you know, right. not yeah. not known for their blondes. Yeah. Yes, it, that's yeah. very true. All right. Uh, well, since we're doing so many episodes these next two months, uh, we're only going to do two, and so that means we're going to go on to our patron priority queue, and you can submit these and get them read less than a year in advance uh, by supporting us on the Herald tier on Patreon and get your name at the end of the video. Wow, so fun. Uh, but we, we really so appreciate the support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This one is sent by Call Me Mayday. And clue one, this character is dead. This character is dead. Yeah. Emperor Ashravan's wife. That's exactly what I was thinking. Really? Oh, Kershina? No. Uh, which I did not know off the top of my head. I just looked at the... Okay. I needed to look on the cover mind if he actually had golden hair, because I didn't remember. But mm. no, he definitely does. What? Uh, um, that was my actual guess. No, but it's so, not her. No. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm going to go to my good friend, Theopolis. <laughs> 
but he's but he's just garbage. He's not a person. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, it is fair, not Theopolis. Fair. In in that case, I get to make another guess. No, 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 you don't. But I do like the amount of people on that previous episode who's like, I have no idea who Theophilus is, <laughs> very, which is very funny to me. He's a very minor character. He is. Uh... I, I guess I'm going to go for the obvious and say Eevee. It's not Eevee. The, the fairy Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I, 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 Imagine guessing characters I mean... that people actually know. Yeah. Mm. I'm just going to say deal off because I forgot the name of the other character. I was going to guess. And, <laughs> oh, we need to move on. No, it's not. Oh, no. Mm, no. Clue two. This character has interacted with Hoid. Oh, the. Uh, does he call it? No. Sadius. Not Sadius. You know, I'm going to go Suzebron. It's not Suzebron. I like it. Um, I don't think he's interacted with Hoyt. Okay, I'm going to guess it. Is it? Co- uh, I, uh, oh yeah, it was like Lightsong who called. It was Lightsong, called yeah. for Hoyt. I don't remember what Hoyt calls him. I think, but uh, the the corpse or like body he uses oh. in Secret History. Drifter. To, uh, as not a drifter. No, hold up. No, that's him. So stinky, not stinky. Something like that. Stumpy, Stimpy, something like that. Uh, the, the corpse vault. I, I, the, I yeah. will say, Marvin, that you are correct. It is Spanky. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> awesome. and and the clues, the clues it, do narrow it down. Clue three: This character is missing a limb. Mm-hmm. Clue four: You've only seen this character in the cognitive realm. <laughs> Okay. And clue five, this character had happily married parents. Because <laughs> I think there's a comment about bastard. Uh, and Spanky's like, I'm not a bastard. <laughs> no, but that's... Spanky's that's, what it was. Hoyt says that. I, I don't remember. No, 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 I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I mean, I got it on second clue, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Great one. Well, that's um, yeah, yeah. No, it. There you go. That, that was a nail nailed one. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, when you read interactive with Hoyt, like I went straight to whatever is not a normal person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the way of the shard cast. It is the yeah. way of the shard cast. All nice. right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will be back next time for talking about Secret Project 2, yes. which will be significantly after you've read it. And that one's definitely going to get the worst analytics because it's non-Cosmere. But, you know, it's fun. That's fine. We, we got to cover all the things. So well, it's a roller coaster. You got to go down before we go up. That's right. And we'll, you'll see after that Secret Project 3 and presumably a separate WAB episode and then Secret Project 4 and presumably a WAB episode. So we got we got a lot to do. But uh, hope yeah, you enjoyed. Uh, you can find us on 17 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. There's forums for both the Secret Projects and the non-Cosmere Secret Project. Uh, and you can join us on Discord where we have a Cosmere Secret Project channel <laughs> and you go to non-Cosmere for the non-Cosmere one, but that's fine. Uh, and Other non-Cosmere. That's right. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Those are the same thing, Marvin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. And if you like our stuff, you can support us on Patreon. And we will see you all next time. And okay, for the comments, oh, tell yes. us if you've read Ether of Night and yes. what Ether you'd like to have. Ooh, wow. And how much you want the Midnight Mother to be the sorceress. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Nice. Easy. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, tell us your fa- if you haven't read Ether of Night, tell us your favorite Hoyt ship. <laughs> yeah. Is it Spanky? What, what other ships? Wander <laughs> Sail? Is that one of Hoyt's ships? Um, you you uh, can also now follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Oh, yes, yes. That's true. That's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. You can. That's 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 all. it. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> what an <Bye>. ending. <laughs> <laughs> Ka